Shinokyo, our Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Isha, one of your co-hosts, and I'll be interviewing some fellow Moonies in these very special episodes. Our guest today is... Uh, hi, I'm Gray. I'm based in Ireland, but I've known Isha for, oh gosh, how long? 17 years. You weren't counting. It's because LiveJournal <laughs> sent me an email saying, like, congratulations <laughs> on 17 years of being on LiveJournal. And I'm like, now I know how old my friendship with Gray has been. That's actually fair, because mine, I got it recently as well, and it was 19 years, and I was like, that is, that's a dark timeline right there. <laughs> I was honestly like, this is a personal attack, and I didn't need this right now. Right? Like, I didn't need to feel that old, thanks. Like, why did they, <laughs> like, they're purposely sending it on, like, prime number anniversaries, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like, why send it on the 19th? Why just mention 20 next year? Right? It makes me feel worse. <laughs> Like, why are you sending this to me on my 17th anniversary? Why didn't you send me anything on my 15th anniversary? Don't you know how, like, the big numbers work? <laughs> you know, and I realized as well, I was like, do I even know my password for my live journal anymore? I don't think I do. I'd have to reset it. <laughs> <laughs> if you have access to the email that you used. Yeah, I do. Because it's, okay. it's, my, it's my email that I've had for years, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, no, I just remember, like, messaging you on AIM. And, like, AIM has been dead for, like, what, four years now? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Remember those old days? Yeah. Making those uh, fancy away messages that would interpolate strings. So that way you could like freak people out by putting their name in it. Uh, <laughs> those were the days. I just remember all the song lyric away messages. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and like the alternating caps with like the till days. Oh, God. You're and like rainbow colors. I mean, look, like, kids these days, they have to express their creativity through, like, recorded videos that last forever, and ours were ephemeral Temporary. away messages, you know? Exactly. Exactly. They were ephemeral. <laughs> they disappeared, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so, there are not that many pictures of me as a teenager, which I'm very thankful for, because I'm, like, Same. as cringe as I look now, like, I looked even worse then, and so it's just kind of like, I'm really glad that these years where I was the most cringe or not like physically documented. <laughs> That's extremely fair. I mean, like for me, I, upon looking at some of my like high school stuff, I just realized, I guess I'm Countess Bathory in the flesh because I have not changed that much. Um, so my vampiric nature, I guess has helped me. <laughs> I think that's like by virtue of you being short. It's it, probably, and also avoiding the sun. Yeah. <laughs> It's because you're so pale. You will actually just burn. I do. I burn in the Irish sun. That's a, that's a, a an achievement no one wanted. <laughs> Which is it's wild that you that you went to Ireland and then you're like so it's, it turns out I burn here too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I burn they, here too. They don't even have the sun. Light the beacons. Gondor has called for aid. Uh, yeah, no, it's. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh uh hopefully we can stay generally on topic we probably won't this will probably be like my episode with alex where uh we just veered off and each of us would have to course correct <laughs> i'll do my best <laughs> <laughs> so we bonded over our mutual love of a visual k j-rock band called cycle Shem. And sure if you did. don't know what visual K means, I'm not going to explain it because I'm old and tired. Uh, <laughs> also, all of the bands that we liked, also old and tired. Um, oh my god, so, so old, so tired. <laughs> exactly. 
if they haven't disbanded, they're doing very little work, which honestly good for them because the youngest of them must be in like their late forties and the rest of them are in their fifties. So exactly. Like when I think of the fact that like Mana is still active, I'm like, (laughs) but I would have retired. Actually, he is actually a vampire. (laughs) He has to be. He's, he's like, look, when he dies, they're going to find like a Dorian Gray portrait in his attic. I don't Absolutely. even know. I don't Absolutely. even know if Japanese people have attics, but they're gonna find one. <laughs> <laughs> he built an attic specifically for his Dorian Gray portrait. Correct. He, Mana will be fine until they find his phylactery, and then- <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, we bonded initially over Cyclician. That's how you found me on Live Journal. Yes. Yes. And then we realized that we had a lot of other things in common and the most and the biggest one is Sailor Moon. Correct. Which is also it, it we kind of accidentally dodged each other across the country for numerous years and then when we finally Yeah, uh, converged both of us in California finally. Uh yeah. we were able to um actually meet up and the basis of our meetup was also Sailor Moon that day. Mhm. I think met. I think I had like arranged with you. I was just like, okay, when we, when I finally come to your house for the first time, we're just gonna watch Sailor Moon. <laughs> I need a fucking spreadsheet, dude. Yeah, oh, we picked out. <laughs> that hasn't changed in me. I still make spreadsheets, uh, but for, which for is dumb things, but <laughs> which is so good. It's the level of uh, organization that I can only hope to aspire to. But only digitally, only digitally. <laughs> <laughs> But I remember, like, your then-girlfriend was just so... She didn't really care about Sailor Moon. No, she didn't. We're just sitting there, like, screaming at, like, the whole, like, Rhett Butler episode. and (laughs) Yeah. I think she was confused. (laughs) She was. She was just... It was just too much power. Like, the power of friendship was very strong. Correct. And she was not prepared because we had known each other, I think, at that point for about seven or eight years. Right, right. And then we finally met in person. Mm-hmm. And I remember because I was living at home, so I was just like, because oh, I have to borrow like my parents' car. And I'm like, how do I tell my mom that I'm going to go meet an internet friend, but it's okay because I've known them for like eight years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope that went okay, actually. It's <laughs> like, it yes, mom. Did. I know I'm driving all the way out to the Bay Area all by myself to meet an internet friend, but it's fine. I've known them for like a decade. Exactly. <laughs> yes, well, I know. Mom I've loves never... me. I can't. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, she, she does. It's really easy to win my mom's love. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I do love that. Like the two of us will just go like absolutely insane when we're next to each other, like in a physical space and especially, and then it doubles when we do Sailor Moon. It, it does double. Yes. I don't even know At how. <laughs> I don't either. I think it's the energy of Sailor Moon itself. It is. So I don't think I know your Sailor Moon origin story. I think it was just like, <laughs> we were children of a certain age when Sailor Moon we came were. out. So it was just like, yeah, of course we know what this is. So yeah. How did yeah, you I actually was, find it? Uh, uh, tsunami, like I think everybody else our age, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it would be on literally like, as I would walk in the door from school, usually it would be on, right? Because that was just the timing of it. 
in our time zone. And I just kind of ended up loving it, even though that dub was absolutely god awful. What the fuck was Naru's voice, man? It was a Brooklyn like, accent, right? It, it was something. <laughs> <laughs> what was you Luna's know. accent? She was like this old British lady. Yeah, she was like this old British grandma. It was the strangest, but anyway, it was it was charming enough though that I liked it. And mm-hmm. you know, when you're when you're that age, you're like, oh, pretty colors as well. This is clearly speaking to my ADHD, and um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so actually, I would usually have it on while I was like doing homework or whatever. You know, like just be at the table and have like Sailor Moon, DBZ, and whatever else was on, and Toonami on in the background. Gosh, that's and, right. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, good old Trigun and Outlaw Star and all that good stuff. And um, Outlaw Star aired on Toonami. Yeah, dude. Oh my god. Right. No, I'm just like thinking. Uh, there's so <laughs> many inappropriate things in Outlaw Star that had to be like cut. Oh, that For- dub I'm sure was completely chopped. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I they couldn't just have like aired. Sh- I'm just thinking. There's the beach episode in Outlaw Star. They could not have aired that. No. I don't think yeah. I, I don't recall. I mean, like I was so young at that point, not to age myself, uh, but you know, I mean, I, I think when Sailor Moon first started airing on Toonami, I was something like twelve, mm-hmm. so I was young enough. You know, like I was just in middle school and and, and enjoying all of the awkwardness. Right. <laughs> of that. Well, and that's then, like that's like the age, isn't it? Because like Nakayoshi yeah. is aimed for like middle school girls. Exactly. So. so. Um, you know, when, when I guess I found a lot of relatability in Sailor Moon, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at the time, because I was like, oh, God, they're all so awkward. This is great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I guess mainly the origin story for me, right, is, you know, I pretty much just watched it on Toonami and then I started collecting DVDs or whatever you know, when they would appear in, in shops back in the malls when oh, yeah. goths, goths actually went mall creeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when when malls still existed. Correct. Uh, when when places like, oh, um, Tower Records still existed in malls and things like oh that. Oh my god, but, I forgot about Tower Records. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, and they had a fairly large Japanese import section. Uh, mm. especially for where I was from. So I was like, all right, cool. So I would grab anime DVDs where I could. And uh, yeah, no, I, I don't think Sailor Moon shocked me too much, but I have to say Tenchi Muyo undub shocked me compared to the dub. <laughs> uh, yeah, the- and my mom was like, what have I been letting this person watch? <laughs> this small, tiny child has been watching what? But uh, yeah, no, Sailor Moon didn't cause any issues. My mom likes Sailor Moon too right so <laughs> yeah sailor moon it's it it didn't occur to me but like yeah all of the senshi when they're not like actively fighting are really just like awkward teenage girls <laughs> unless they're the outers yeah <laughs> like well, the inner senshi are the most awkward <laughs> the only time like the outers are ever awkward is when uh michiru makes a dirty joke and haruka's like oh Correct. god <laughs> not in front of the children <laughs> Even when they're by themselves and, like, Michiru makes, like, a dirty pun and, like, Haruka's like, oh my god, you can't say this to me. <laughs> it's illegal. I, <laughs> I'm a minor, you can't do this. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, no, it, it, I don't know. It, it was just a cozy time when I got off of school and I think it was on in the mornings, too, right? So I'd watch it before school as well. Yeah, because I... So... I didn't have cable growing up, so I didn't get to watch it on Toonami, which I guess is 
like a blessing and a curse in that like I didn't have that much Sailor Moon in my life, but I also didn't have to listen to like the S and Super S English dub with Isaki because her voice <laughs> actress was bad. I actually, thankfully, by the time I was super into the game or into the anime by that point, I was like, okay, right, I, I, can, I can find these DVDs. So I didn't actually have to subject myself to that. <laughs> yeah, I think the advent of the internet like allowed me. Once we got DSL, again, aging myself, <laughs> and I discovered Torrance, I, we got DSL, I discovered Torrance, and the Sailor Moon American license had just expired. So right. I wasn't actually illegally downloading Sailor Moon, because it wasn't <laughs> also licensed. Also, at this point, it's Statue of, Lim- Statute of Limitations. Of <laughs> but, like- <laughs> but that's literally, that's how I watched it, and like... I saw Sailor Moon stars because my friend Robin got them from, got like these oh like VHSs that were fan subbed from, right. a, from a fellow student in a Japanese class. So like, <laughs> kids today do not know the pain. They don't know the struggles, especially when you accidentally download, the subs are mislabeled and you load up the file and then you're like, this cannot be what is actually occurring right or if they're the uh, right subs but they're mistimed right oh that is hell Uh, that reminds me actually completely different anime but um when you watch kodomo no mocha subbed uh oh my god the the subtitles can't keep up really no especially in the first few episodes it's uh, she she's going too fast (laughs) yeah I only, I never watched the Kodocha anime. I only read the manga. And I remember I was like, this is so cute. And then like three books in and I'm like, why did it happen? This is so dark. <laughs> like, yeah. like, these 12 year olds are traumatized. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, for me, I actually, now that I was thinking about it, uh, you know how I've always been the tech savvy one. Uh, yes. True story. My father tried to lock me out of the family computer and then I just kind of. Locked him out instead by changing the administrator password through talk. Uh, but it. Uh, <laughs> you went uh, in and Sailor Mercury and it's like, Mm-mm, I don't think you pretty understand. Much, pretty much. But uh, we had we still had dial up because we didn't live in an area that DSL serviced. So mm-hmm. I was actually downloading Sailor Moon apps on fucking Usenet. No. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, we would use torrents as well. I would torrent some things, but uh, and then do you remember uh, DivX that file that that now yes! dead file format? I would always like oh shrink God. them into DivX so I could fit them on one DVD per season, right? You know, so I wouldn't like because my dad would yell at me if I burned too much uh, yeah, yeah, too yeah. many DVDs. Another thing that dates us because um, he was like, <laughs> that shit's expensive. I'm not buying that many DVDs. I was like, fine. So I just had to basically like lower the quality to all high hell just to get oh them on <laughs> I completely forgot about DivX. I had to use that to watch all of my anime. Everything was in DivX. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about it. <laughs> Stick with me and you'll remember all the awful things from the early knots. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so wild how much I've forgotten from like 2000 to 2010 that were like deeply formative for me. Yeah, fair. I mean, you know. Trauma like, also does that for everyone. Yeah, but it's <laughs> like this, this is this is stuff that's like deeply embedded in my bone marrow. But like my brain just does not remember it. I know. <laughs> oh man, I know. At least you were smart enough to use torrents and not try to get them off Kazan. It was like 
Sailor Moon, DBZ, OutlawStar.exe, you know, or something. But um, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, look, I know LimeWire is for songs, Torrance is for shows. <laughs> and video games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, how did I get? Well, I mean, the video games that I would download were like tiny ROMs for like NES and SNES. Yeah, so, yeah like, you remember Emu Paradise? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes emu paradise oh all of those which places. is also how i played uh those old school um sailor moon games right and yeah uh my silly i i don't know what to call myself for this but, but um people at the time the dreamcast was really easily quote-unquote hacked it, it you didn't have to hack it you just needed to like have a certain you, you needed to create a boot disc and then you could load in whatever the hell you wanted right hmm. so when people figured that out, <laughs> that's also why the Dreamcast failed. But uh, uh, people figured that out. <laughs> people were like, oh, I know how to adjust this. <laughs> exactly. Uh, they figured out they could do like emulators and stuff because the Dreamcast is powerful enough based on Windows architecture. So I actually have distinct rem- memories of playing emulated Sailor Moon SNES stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> but on my Dreamcast. <laughs> so I could play it on my TV, like in my room. <laughs> That's so good. I cannot even imagine playing like Sailor Moon Another Story on like an actual TV because it's always It was just nice, in. dude. And also all the beat em ups. Those were, I think those were native yeah. Dreamcast. Yeah. No. Were there Sailor Moon it's, stuff out for, for the Dreamcast? I would Google it, uh, but my keyboard is very clacky. Um, yeah. So I will not do that and instead say, I think there were, there was at least one. But maybe I'm, I'm sure. Th- I'm sure there was like for a Sega console because there were definitely for SNES, but they weren't just going to limit themselves to like Nintendo. No. Why would you do that? <laughs> and I've said this in other episodes where one of the things that I'm mad at is that they don't have more Sailor Moon games because they you're just-, just mad that Sailor Saturn Saturn didn't have a transformation until a video game. I'm mad that they use that same transformation from that video game in Sailor Moon Eternal. <laughs> they have been so lazy with Crystal with their transformations. They're like, we'll, we'll add a little pizzazz to the old transformations. And I'm like, this is a new anime. Do new shit. I haven't even watched past like the first season of Crystal because I was like, I'm, I'm good. I've heard good things about season three, but like, I'm only going to watch it once like him and I get that far that's fair you know where it's just like i'm not ready i'm not emotionally ready yet like there's a lot of things happening in real life <laughs> emotionally ready. where like i don't need to be disappointed by crystal right now <laughs> right exactly <laughs> i did get my roommate to agree to watch um the dracula series of musicals with me oh nice so that'll be something that i got to bug her with today where it's just like hey remember you said you'd watch like the Dracula Sailor Moons, because I brought it up like a week or two ago, and she was like, you never told me about Dracula and Sailor Moon. And I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've mentioned Last Dracul for Sailor Moon. And she's like, no, because I would have said we should watch it. <laughs> oh, my God. I This is completely off topic, but I, you know, I, lately, I, I have been trying to get my partner to play Elder Scrolls and the Dark Souls games and a few other series for ages. And ever since I sat her down in front of Dark Souls, mm-hmm. I think she's she's beaten, I think, one more game than I have even because I got too flustered at Bloodborne. Um, mm-hmm. But that's all she's played for months. <laughs> and I'm like, what have I done to you? I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> I think she's happy because she'll, she'll she, oh, post she's, all of her. Are you shitting me? She's fucking ecstatic. She's ecstatic. But like, <laughs> I have her play in D. She was like, "Are you using the PS5 right now?" I was like, "No, why?" And I play demons. So it's like, yeah, I just moved uh, the PS5 over to her TV in the living room. <laughs> it's like, here you go, babe. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is, uh, in the same way that you've made her wa- play all the, the the Dark Souls, you just need to like sit down with her and watch several episodes of Sailor Moon until she gets invested and then just let her go. Probably. I think what I'd have to do, see, here's the thing, and this kind of segues into, like, my favorite apps or whatever, Mm -hmm. but um, I always was like, okay, maybe I should do, like, a remove filler kind of list, you know, where where it's not 200 episodes right off the bat that she knows she has to commit to uh, if she wants to watch everything. But then some of my favorite episodes are filler man yeah and that's like that's the biggest issue with crystal is that there's no filler and it's like you need to have that like it works in a manga it does not work in an anime no it doesn't it doesn't at all and i mean i could probably get her to read the mangas uh, i mean it's not like i don't have them all but yeah (laughs) (laughs) just just hand her like just hand her Sailor V. Do you have you have Sailor V, right? Of course I have Sailor V. Yeah, so just hand her the first... Are you really asking if the Venus fan has <laughs> Like, I said it, and I was like, you know, you know they have Sailor V. <laughs> just hand her Sailor V, because Minako is so charming in her manga. I know. I love her. I went, I went to this, uh... As of recording, it was last week, but I went to the Sailor Moon Gala in Milwaukee, and they had, like, little stations where you could, it was essentially, like, do tasks, and then you'll get, like, a little certificate. And uh, one of them was, like, unscramble the letters. (laughs) And one of Uh. them was Danbarite who is, like, Kaito Ace in Sailor V. And I was, I was yeah. like, I don't know who this is. And someone was like, it's Danbright. And I'm like, holy shit, they went to yeah. Sailor V? <laughs> nice. That is awesome. They're really testing your skills there, man. Yeah, I was like, I know Kaito Ace. I forgot that his name was Danbright. Danbright, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like between me, you, and this other person, possibly, we would make an excellent uh, pub quiz Sailor Moon team, if that ever actually existed. So- <laughs> I think, like, that's the biggest problem with the Sailor Moon fandom is that, like, we're so disparate. Like, there's not ever, like, any place where there's just enough God, of us no. in one area that we could kind of do that. But when you, like, get us together, we're all, we just become instant best friends. Correct. And, you know, I mean, I think in, in the early knots, it was a little different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you could find so much Sailor Moon stuff everywhere. But mm-hmm. I think after, you know, after it ran, ran its course on Tanami and then... Um, you the know, license expired. The license expired, and all this other stuff. Then suddenly there was nothing. But mm-hmm. I do distinctly remember being in, in shops and malls and whatever else, and being bombarded by Sailor Moon stuff in the girls' sections, for example. Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> I think I discussed this in like the intro episode of the podcast, but like I think my first exposure to Sailor Moon was finding like a doll in the store and being like, "What is that?" <laughs> really? Yeah. And then finding out that it was a TV show, and then I was little, little, like five, six, or seven, and this was before it was airing on Toonami, so it was just airing at, like, random times on random TV channels. 
Right, um, of course. You didn't have a oh TV guide because that's how you found out when things were airing. And I, f- and I found out that it was airing at like 5 a.m. And so like tiny little me is like, we don't have alarm clocks, like nothing. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm going like by sheer force of will, I like forced myself to wake up at like four oh, in the man. morning, like went to the living room, turned on the TV and just like waited for Sailor Moon. And of course, th- this episode that I'm watching is the episode where Isagi and Mamori break up. Oh man, they're like crying at five in the morning. I don't remember them breaking up. I remember the enemy having to draw her face back on because she was a makeup based enemy. Mm. And that stuck with me. And then like before the episode even ended, like my dad had heard like the TV going and the lights are on. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like dragged, like picked me up and brought me back to bed. And I'm like, no, I have to watch Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you brought up a good a, a point, though, is is that in, compared to other animes, I think the, the villains of the day are actually quite creative. Yeah. Even for there being second 200 of them, mm-hmm. right? You know, or whatever. They're, they're still really unique. Yeah, every Monster of the Week format for, like, whether it's anime, TV shows, like, I'm judging them against Sailor Moon. I'm not I don't even necessarily realize that I'm judging them against Sailor Moon but it's just kind of like look if you can't like measure up to Falion like (laughs) yeah you know yeah that's fair no I get it because they were just so creative and so weird and so like these monsters of the week had more personality in like five minutes than like some (laughs) main bad guys have had over several seasons Correct. I mean, I, I wholeheartedly yeah. agree. So I think we've we've covered what does Sailor Moon mean to you, which is everything. <laughs> it's fine. We don't need to like one hundred percent go in order. But since you've already mentioned being a big time Venus stan, uh, I'm like, uh-huh. I know you love Venus and Pluto. I adore Pluto. I wanted to be Pluto when I grew up. <laughs> you just, <laughs> I'm laughing because you don't have the height. <laughs> <laughs> you have the hair but not the height <laughs> i have the hair and the goth ass clothes but, uh, but you know it, <laughs> i just i don't know i always wanted like I, I i found her stoicism and and her pragmatism mm-hmm. so interesting yeah <laughs> I, I suppose that was kind of me going well this is what i don't have so this is what i want mm-hmm. to be right like this is what i aspire almost to be and that sounds so stupid no i don't think that's stupid um, but no i i adore minako i, I i'm very minako in my life <laughs> but, uh you know it, it's between her and, and pluto and then i do i love michi mm-hmm. as well but i think if anyone doesn't like michi i'm immediately like wary of you like who has hurt you and what is wrong with you yeah uh, i don't think even if yeah even if neptune's like not your favorite senshi i think like everybody in the fandom is like but if i could grow up to be like her <laughs> Exactly right. Like I, I'm not skilled enough as a musician to mm-hmm. balance a, a living off my violin while I play. But you know, it, <laughs> uh, it was cool though to see someone playing an instrument reserved for orchestra or or uh, or um, you know concerto mm-hmm. things like that instead of it being something typical, quote unquote. Um, and I know of at least one other person in my life who picked up violin specifically because they wanted to be like Fiji. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but I have to say, you, you brought up a point there, which is, I sure, I have senshi that aren't my favorites, but I don't dislike any of them. Yeah. I adore them all. It's just some of them are my favorites. 
you know, I, I don't know. Uh, Minako specifically, she had so much to deal with on her mm-hmm. own first that I guess it, it really mirrored my own life at that time. And I was like, damn, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. you, you know. And she's so cheerful. Like, I love Minako-centric episodes. She's very, it, it, she hides the depression and, and angst and anxiety very, very well mm-hmm. inside of her. Um, also, for a long time, I couldn't cook worth any shit. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> There was <laughs> also being part of me, uh, but now you know. Now you know the the tri- triangle of like kids ask for McDonald's. <laughs> it's like has food at home, drives through McDonald's, only orders a coffee, <laughs> and just actually gets the kids ask. Yeah, <laughs> I'm somewhere in 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 between that. We have food at home and drives through McDonald's anyway. Yeah, <laughs> which I feel like is the quintessential Monaco versus Pluto in my life. <laughs> Uh, good old Setsuna would just be like, we have yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like I grew up and then I realized like, oh, I can go and like I can buy this food, and I'm like, okay, but you have food at home, and I'm like, I am so old. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's that's that's the point that you realize you're becoming like your parents, yeah. right? Where you're like, I want this, but then if I buy this, other stuff goes off. Yeah, pretty much. It, it's just mm. like yesterday I bought myself sushi and I shouldn't have because I have food at home. We had sushi yesterday too. <laughs> like Friday's a great day for sushi. So it's just like I don't need to spend. Especially when it's mm. hot. It's like I don't need this much, but fuck it. <laughs> we quite possibly one of my favorite words in the English language to use here, but uh, we always order from a fishmonger who does sushi grade uh, yeah. fish that is it's not expensive right like I think it was 400 grams of salmon for oh my 12, gosh right and then about 400 grams of tuna for 15 <sighs> and between the two of us you know we split that up and make like a chirashi yeah. and it's it's so much cheaper than finding a sushi place yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> although that one sushi place we went to when you came to Ireland it was they were they had like really really good food that was our first time going there, uh, but we figured it was a great yeah, excuse Yeah, I mean, to. they were really well-reviewed for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you're in Waterford, which, I mean, as the name implies, <laughs> on the water, and you don't have good fish, I'm scared. <laughs> it's, you know. <laughs> uh. But we did, get, we did get a whole sushi boat, and I was very happy. <laughs> we did. We, we may have overeaten that day, oh. but it was fine because I hadn't seen you in yeah, too many years. Yeah, but it was years, so. we earned that meal because we did so much walking around Waterford. My partner, I think, was ready to die. <laughs> Felt so bad. I was like, I'm sorry. I keep making you walk. <laughs> She's too Irish and polite to I tell know. you otherwise. <laughs> but we got to go to a clock museum and that was fabulous. That was really cool. That was also my inner Setsuna coming out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, I didn't realize that the museums there were so interesting. Mm. I got a bit. So that was cool. Yeah, yeah. And it was w- well priced. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, so this has turned into uh, ignore. This has turned into like supporting water for tourism podcasts. <laughs> Correct. Uh, everyone ignore uh, the what you hear about Dublin Airport and come mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> and give Ireland your money. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> or like fly into Shannon Airport on the west side and then just drive east. Okay, but where the hell from the States comes into Shannon? I'm sure actually somewhere probably does. Maybe yeah, I have no idea who flies into Shannon. I don't. 
I don't either. It's, it's I'm too far away from Shannon to care. I feel like people who fly into Shannon are, it's probably mostly like business stuff and like shipping. It probably is, but anyone who can use Shannon currently does because uh, Dublin Airport is a mess. It's, it's, it's not as bad as like the Netherlands because the Netherlands is actually hell on earth right now in terms of yeah. people, but uh, yeah. Airports suck. That's just yeah. the- <laughs> surprise. After three years of being locked up, people want to travel. Oh no, who could have ever expected this? You could have expected <laughs> that people like after a year of being vaccinated were like, actually, I'm going to take this risk. <laughs> right. And of course, oh, it had to coincide sure. with I mean, like a gas crisis because Russia is the worst. Oh, anyway, we're gonna started. we're gonna do a hard <laughs> pivot away from that by asking you. We are, and you're probably gonna edit that out. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I probably won't because sometimes I'm just like eh, it. It ruins the flow too much. Um, so, do you have a favorite episode arc adaptation? All three. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Um, so, favorite episodes. I have two that immediately spring to mind. Uh, as silly as it sounds, I fucking adore Rhett Butler, and um, <laughs> it, it's forever one of my favorite episodes, and I always, like, anytime I see it as filler in a list, I'm like, no, fuck. How can it be filler? Like, that that's literally filler. the last Rainbow Crystal. It's, right? I'm like, how is that filler? For for that reason alone, but also, how could you do this yeah. to Luna? Okay, first of all, <laughs> you know? I'm so offended. He put this at filler, and how do I fight them? everyone fucking does. like if you google like a sailor moon filler list nine times out of ten it's it's on so you have a lot of tumblers to go fight oh my god um, that's like but... that episode is like the basis for like the mercury jupiter ship i know i know I... It, it's quintessential in so many ways right oh my god that's such a foundational episode <laughs> and it's also Rhett. it's also Rhett butler like, he's amazing man. You have a little girl named Scarlet and her fat cat named Rhett Butler. Like, I know. <laughs> like, it's it's the sh- it's the episode I unironically love to show people to get them into the show because I feel like if they can handle this insanity and this goofiness, they're good. I'm you know like what I mean? speechless how anybody could think that that's filler. It's so essential. Right? I'm like, like, no. When it comes to essential think- Sailor Moon episodes, this is the episode. <laughs> that is there. It's one of my favorites. It's always going to be one of my favorites. Um, and you know, actually, if I think back to it, I think there's like a filler plus list that has some filler. Mm-hmm. And the Rhett Butler episode is always there. Like in the list of you should okay. watch this instead of like killed off. I, I think it depends on how much quote unquote filler you want. But uh, some of those lists are real harsh and really good. Okay, those are people who have um, no fun in their lives and probably think Crystal correct. is an accurate adaptation. let's not get started on that Uh, other favorite episode would probably be the Nehalenia fight with like the mirrors Mm. and stuff uh, it's such a cool concept and I like that it forced all of the senshi to work in teams they would have never done Mm -hmm. or usually you know Uh, and I'm not saying this because this is a huge basis of a Pluto Venus ship I'm just saying this because like for example Mars and Michiru uh, Rei doesn't have that much reason to hang Mm -hmm. out with Michi really other than them both being kind of the mature one. Well, I mean, like, I would have said, <laughs> like, know. other than them being, like, rich ones, because her dad is, like, an influential that politician. Too. <laughs> but they never reference that in the anime, so. They never do. They never do. That's why I didn't mention it, because I was like, I don't know if it's true in the anime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Her dad is never brought up. Her mom is never brought up. She just has her horrible grandpa in the anime. <laughs> I know, right? I also love Nehalenia. Like, Nehalenia cool. is... <laughs> Uh, another dream sailor mean cosplay for me like the the pinnacle oh, is king and demian 
with lavender tux yeah lavender oh, tuxedo lavender cape staff mask all of it i get it i get it for me i think i would want to do black <gasps> if yeah. we're going dream yeah, yeah. right like <laughs> things that will never occur in this real mm-hmm. world as a natural costume yeah. um but let's see and then in terms of like adaptations or arcs or whatever this might be a cheesy answer because I'm sure this is a lot of people's favorite, but uh, I love the R movie so much. Oh, that's not a lot of people's answer. Yeah, a lot really? of people's answer okay. is well, S. <laughs> I think it. I I the R movie though encompasses so much of what makes Sailor Moon Sailor Moon. You also get to see Baba, Mamaru, and mm-hmm. Usagi. You know, um, you can kind of see why the girls love her as much mm-hmm. as they do. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's a lot covered in there that, like, I guess I feel like. Art can be such a, a, a quintessential um, sort of, of, it feels like an actual movie mm-hmm. as well, right? But it really does, it also goes so deep into the relationship of Mamoru and Asagi. Um, a lot of things have have um, prominence, I guess, in that movie that I like. Um, also, um, the enemies are just cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fiore is really like, I, you can actually kind of see empathy mm-hmm. because he was just like a lonely person. Yeah. <laughs> who really wanted friendship and then got really corrupted. Like the other movie villains, they were just like textbook yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then there's Fiora and I'm just like, oh, Baba. <laughs> yeah, Fiora's just like a sad boy. I don't know if they came up with Fiore and the R movie concept before they came up with the Doom Tree or if the Doom Tree came first and they were like, we actually love this design, so we're just going to use it again. Um, mm. Yeah. The Sailor Moon R movie, like, that's where the R really does stand for romance. Whereas it does. in the anime, it's just like, where's the romance? <laughs> What's happening? There is none. <laughs> there is none. But it, it, I think it just kind of really cements so much that it, it's maybe mm. just love it, right? Um, also, Anything with a starlight always makes me happy. I uh, there's a good. No. I know I'm I'm naming a good chunk of Sailor Moon, but that's probably my I favorite. Do, part. I do love the starlights. I love their theme song. I love. <laughs> this is sacrilegious in the Sailor Moon fandom, but I prefer the starlights theme to the Adder Senshi theme. That is wild. I know, and I re- I respect you, but I don't agree. <laughs> I I know that I'm wrong. <laughs> Just like I know I'm probably wrong with the R it's, movie. It's but, just like, yeah. look, I know I'm wrong for preferring like the Starlight theme, but like it's just so like catchy. It it is catchy, I'll give you that. Like I never skip their transformation sequences because I just love the song so much. I'm like, I don't care for your henchins, but I love this song. Yeah, like I don't really care about the transformations yeah. of them. But you know what? Yeah. Yeah. It's a banger. Okay. You could play that song at a club and people it would is. dance to it. You're probably right. right actually. Outer Senshi theme is the song that you play for like your first dance at a wedding. And then like the stars theme is when everybody hits the dance floor. I yeah. suppose that's true. That, that, that's actually a good mm-hmm. analogy. Now I have like. I hope I've answered your questions succinctly as well. I, I tried. No, you have. Hard. And now I have like plans for your future wedding where it's just like, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get you to play these songs? Uh, i'm kidding (laughs) uh you that's still at least a year away if not more oh my god all of the places here that you can actually have Uh like a venue yeah i bet 
COVID fucked yeah, up so bad. I, bet. <laughs> I, I think most people have to wait at least like two years. Holy moly. Depending on what kind of venue you want. Like if you want like the super fancy ones mm-hmm. that are really popular, good luck. <laughs> it's like we'll see you in right? ten years. But, correct. Well we'll hope you're still together. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> you'll have three kids and two I breakups. Just be in a forest somewhere. <laughs> exactly. I just want to be in a forest somewhere for mine. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> oh, flower crowns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh see, my God. See. I, I see it. It's, it's going to be the most goth and vampiric wedding you'll probably ever fucking see, but you know, it's fine. Look, uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love a theme. I love a theme. Look, it's a cohesive theme, and that's all that matters. <laughs> So you have to make sure your partner also, watches Sailor Moon before the actual wedding date. Because I need her to be on board with incorporating Sailor Moon. <laughs> I've got at least two years to work on that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Don't let her listen to this episode. <laughs> hey, honey. <laughs> All right, so that covers the question of how does Sailor Moon inspire you in life, which is uh, how do we plot to make your future wife agree to Sailor Moon in your wedding? <laughs> Honestly, though, I will answer this seriously and say I think it kind of gave me the um, the confidence to be weird, <laughs> also be myself. Um, I know that sounds really silly, but it's true, right? Like if you think about it, all of those. All of the senshi represent different things, and and but it's so. But the core inner senshi are all likely someone that at least one person will see something in one of them, mm-hmm. right? And you know, it, like Amy, for example, I, she may not be like my favorite, but did I relate to her a lot growing up? Sure, yeah. you know, because of the whole tech things and whatever else, and you know, Mako being. The baker, I'm sure, was like your thing. Yeah, growing right? up, everyone was like, "Oh, you have to be Sailor Mercury because you have short hair and you're smart." And I'm like, "I don't relate to this senshi at all." <laughs> I was like, "No, I'm not Mercury." <laughs> They're like, "You have to be because you have short hair," and I'm like, "That's oh gosh, okay, sorry." Uh, the audio track stopped for a second, but it only went for like a second. Don't worry. Um, so that's that was my oh no, um, but you know, it's uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm just saying that like. As, as a youngin, <laughs> it, it doesn't give you the worst uh, viewpoints on things, right? Or, or it really tries to help the self-esteem if you're maybe not one of the popular girls, <laughs> you know? It's very... It's accepting without, like, outwardly trying to be accepting. Right, right, exactly. It, it's this not is... like... Yeah, this is the biggest strength of Usagi, because she approaches everyone with, like, even if they're really different to her, she's like, huh, anyway, I love you. Yeah, exactly. Like, (laughs) Usagi is the most accepting person I've ever seen Mm -hmm. in my life in an anime or in real life. And, um, you know, I I know that now I would probably, if I met somebody like that, like a person, I would consider that naive. But at the same time, um, you know, it it, it is a good thing for for youngins to see, you know, like. You can still be accepting of people, even if they're wildly different to you. Yeah. And, like, even when I was a teenager and, like, super obsessed with Sailor Moon, I was, like, I was super down on Isaki. Like, she's so naive. She's so silly. You know, she doesn't think things through. 
you know, she just, she's, she's just dumb. And then like the older I get, the more I'm just like, God, I wish I was more like her. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people always love to say that I'm essentially her in the sense that like my Chinese zodiac is rabbit and that I'm also a Cancerian. (laughs) So I am also a bunny of the moon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I'll take it. Uh, I don't think I cry that much. Yeah. Maybe I do, but (laughs) not outwardly. (laughs) But no, not outwardly. All your tears are on the inside. Correct, where I am soft and squishy. Soft, squishy um, inside that tastes good with butter. Correct, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to this, Raj. She's not going to eat me. Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, you have not paid attention to me in 45 minutes, and I am very upset by this. So, Raj, that's fine. Like, lap. Captain full on meowed into the mic in an episode. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. That works. We're all cat people here. <laughs> I was like, buddy, no. I don't think you can watch Sailor Moon and not be a cat person. I'm sure there is at least one person, but they're wrong. I'm sure there are people who, like, prefer dogs to cats, but I think, like, if you watch Sailor Moon and love Sailor Moon, you have to love cats to some extent. Because I also, if you, told, if you tell me that you had a black or white cat growing up and you watched Sailor Moon and you didn't try to put, like, a banana sticker on their forehead, you're a liar. <laughs> you're lying. If you didn't immediately try to rename your cat or like go and like, I need a black cat specifically to name it Luna. <laughs> or a white one to name it Artemis. You're lying. Right. <laughs> if you didn't find like a female gray cat and be like, ah, yes, my Diana. Like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> this is why I'm saying like, if you watch all, if you say you're a fan of Sailor Moon, but you don't like cats, like, does Diana mean nothing to you? <laughs> Diana is the best. <laughs> Uh, we're reading the the Deathbusters arc, the S yeah. arc in the manga, and like in one of the first pages, like Usagi and Chibi used to like meet Mamoru on their way to school, and like Diana's with them, and Mamoru immediately ignores the two of them to cuddle Diana, yes, and I'm good. like, yes, correct. <laughs> and Chibi used to straight up is like, why don't you hug me like that? And he's like, well, are you as cute and cuddly as Diana? No, I'm not. <laughs> Imagine being burned by like your past dad that hard. Should be used to deserve that. <laughs> so you do hate one person, and it's Chibisa. I don't hate her. I was just making you laugh. <laughs> Actually, unironically, uh, the evil arc for her is with Frith with, with Black mm. Lady is just amazing. Um, I, I'm not. Un- I'm not not here for it. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I don't hate Chibi. <laughs> She's pretty low on my like list in general. But... Yeah, but like you were traumatized by like her dub form. Her dub form was awful, man. Yeah, like her in Japanese is not that great, but like her in the original dub was just it was something. Uh, I don't know. They made choices with Chibi. So. They did. They made they made choices with her with Potter with. They made choices with Pluto because they gave her the weirdest yeah. voice. They it did. It was so shrill. Like, it's like, you got to switch these voices between Pluto and Luna. Right? Like, Luna, or, Luna shouldn't sound like a grandma, but also, like, that's what you think the older, mature, mysterious woman sounds like? This weird, shrill, like... Like, okay. the, the <laughs> shrill scream of, of the shrill proclamation of pluto deadly scream in the original dub haunts me it's to awful. this day 
And, like, Kim did a, like, a really good recreation of it in a previous episode, and I went silent for a few seconds because I was so traumatized. I'm upset that Kim can do it. I was, I was like, how could she? I was like, I'm traumatized. How could you do this to me? If, when I see Kim again, if she does that to me, I think I will leave the room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just inside. You'll just be like, friendship over. <laughs> Correct. Hi, Kim. Hope you're well. Bye. You're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh gosh I think you're there's I don't know that there's a lot of people who remember that particular sound as well as the two of us do I just haven't met them I guess Um, I think the thing that really bothers me is they did that when one of the reasons why I actually adore Budo is she's so different mm -hmm. right and she doesn't she also doesn't shout her attacks in Japanese Mm -hmm. it's like ooh she's different and I liked it you know and it doesn't match the face at all like your mouth barely moves it doesn't match at all. yeah because she's whispering yeah. originally like I, uh, actually since i'm on this with you and this will probably get me like shit from someone i'm sure does she ever use chronos typhoon in the anime i don't think no i don't think we ever see her use chronos typhoon we don't see pluto and saturn use their attacks really in the anime no, so, we don't. Like, Pluto is just there to sacrifice herself once an arc. <laughs> <laughs> Pluto shows up and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was so mad in Stars when like they just like essentially die off screen, and I'm like, what? I know. At least let me see like Uranus and Neptune murder them. <laughs> like, coward. I was so salty. I was like, you're really that lazy in animating this? Come on. Yes. Anyway. They are. They're cowards. The issues I have with Toei are innumerable. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable, have a nice day. (laughs) And on that note, (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at OshiokiyoPod or contact us through email at OshiokiyoThePodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Barbara Daly for the use of her artwork. You can find all that information in our show notes. Please rate and review us wherever you find us or Skinny Kawate Oshokyo! Oh,